meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. It is a finally Friday on Talk of the Town here in the KTOE studios. Uh, a little preempt by the Minnesota Twins will bring us to Friday's show with Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent. How are you? Lisa, I am great. It has been a, uh, it's been a heck of a week. It's but been a week, we hasn't are, it? Uh, we've gotten ourselves to Friday and... Um, yeah, we're doing well. So it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Uh, I definitely need a weekend. I don't. I think I have. There's Fish Fest going on mm. at Shields this weekend. We've got the governor's fishing opener that's going to be happening shortly yes, yes. in May. So I'm going out there for their big fishing sale. Um, and I did uh, share with Betsy at Shields the other day that I'm my irrational fear <laughs> as a grown woman is fish. Oh. I don't mind fishing. I don't want to touch the fish. I don't want a fish to touch me. Wow. I don't want to swim if I see a fish. Do you like to, let's let's start at the very end of all that. Do you like to eat fish? Depends on what kind it is. Okay. Usually, like, I'll eat ocean fish more than I would eat a lake fish. Oh, well, Ms. Rockefeller. Okay. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> That's, you know, speaking of the governor's fishing opener, mm-hmm. we, MAPS, Mankato Area Public Schools, is partnering with the DNR this year. You are? Yes. So the day before the official opener like the saturday sunday right the dnr is going to be in town uh working with and facilitating a fishing day <gasps> of kind of an outdoor ed day for um a couple of our elementary schools get out really yeah, it's going to be really fun so they're been, taking kids outside yep heading out um poles uh learning a little bit about nature and uh, get make sure that we get those hooks uh, baited and see if we can pull some Pull some fish out of the the lakes here. I bet there are a lot of kids that would not be as afraid of the fish as I am. <laughs> you know what? You may need to <laughs> come on. I think we're going to be at Spring Lake Park. Okay, I could do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. It's. Uh, I was talking to the former mayor, Mark Dean, and he said, well, just be careful of the Loch Ness Monster down there. Right. You'll be fine. Yeah, there is one. Yeah, here. well. But no, that's, uh, that's going to be fun and... Yeah. Well, fish. so those are some things coming up as mm-hmm. far as spring goes. I know, um, well, like in my family, we had the ACTs that were finished up. Yeah. I think my daughter is in the middle of MCAs right now or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's testing season. You know, when we, we do some formative testing throughout the year, but we really are, as you hit April and into May, um, you know, the higher stakes ACTs for your juniors and seniors in high school and then the Minnesota Comprehensive Assessments, that's testing in reading, math, and science. Mm-hmm. Those happen across the state in public schools. And, uh, you know, our, our kids, are they're ready to go. Our teachers are excited to, to kind of let them show what they know. And, mm-hmm. um, and we're monitoring that stuff really closely. We, we, um, we know that testing isn't everything. I mean, there's a right, lot of right, ways right. that kids demonstrate their learning. But this is a big one that's yeah. because it's linked to Minnesota standards. And it really is a check on... How are we doing in implementing those standards in our schools? I should ask, what do you do about this? And I've heard this as a, as a parent, like, oh, my child doesn't do well with standardized tests. Mm-hmm. And and when you get that, like, like what's the better option? Yeah. Uh, what can you do when you hear mm-hmm. things like that? Or you know that there are kids that maybe don't perform so well on a test-based type thing. Well, I, I think that the most important part of that, well, I, I guess there's a couple of things. One, thankfully, we don't do a whole lot of standardized testing. Right. Um, there's a so many more other assessment ways that are hap- that that are occurring in our classrooms. Our teachers, the most creative people that we've got working in our schools, really are able to tap into kids' strengths. So whether kids are you know, 
doing an authentic assessment, a project, a demonstration, a presentation, writing papers, Mm -hmm. all those other ways for our teachers to really determine. To see how the kids shine. How they're progressing. Um, And then, you know, when we do have to test because they're required, we we sit and we give those our best as well. But um, I think that having a really diversified approach to uh, testing is or I should say assessment, mm-hmm. is really uh, important and feel proud about what we have here in Mankato. Coming up in the spring, I know we've got proms and then graduations. I'm starting to get announcements already for people that I know that have graduating seniors. Yeah, I mean, this is where <laughs> maybe a couple weeks ago we were kind of at, at the top of the roller coaster where you're just about ready to take off. It's taken off. Yeah. Like this is yeah. the time. I mean, whether... Whether it is a spring sport. Yeah, you sport. flew in here. You were, I know. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, sorry, I'm like, you know, 30 seconds late. Yeah, yeah it's I fine, mean, but <laughs> sports, you know, not only just busy. the regularly scheduled ones, but then you've got, you know, all the reschedules because it snows and then it's hotter than heck. And um, so many activities, fine arts, performing arts, the Big Nine Music Festival's coming up here oh, a yeah. week from today, April 28th. It's at East High School. Okay. All big nine schools coming together, their band, their choir, their orchestra. It's a day-long celebration. Uh, ends wow. that night with a massive choir, band, and orchestra performance. Do they work on the same music, do you know, and then they all come together? Yes. That's cool. Yes, there's guest uh, conductors that work with each individual um, uh, units throughout the day. But then it's the night um, concert yeah. that, and last year... Because of COVID, I mean, it was canceled for a couple of years. Right. So last year was my first year to be able to attend. It was down in Austin. And I thought, oh, this will be kind of interesting. Blew me away. And it's coming here. It's here. It's East. Okay. Yep. So it rotates. And East High School is uh, the host next Friday. Now, next Friday, Lisa, because I know that you've got a connection to East. Yes. There are no classes at East a week from today. Okay. Because <laughs> a connection. In- like, tell me when my kid is staying home. Exactly. Because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there will be thousands of people at East. And they're going to be using every square inch of that building okay. with all of these artistic musical kids. And Where's the concert? It's going to be in the gym. In the gym. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, the theater's not that big. No. And you know, last, I mean, there are so many kids performing. It's kind of equal parts, number of kids performing and people that you can cram into the gym. Right. I mean, that's how many hundreds and hundreds of students will be all singing the same song, playing the same music. It's uh that would make a good talk of the town, Paul. Yeah, that might be you something. Find somebody mm-hmm. for me to talk to about okay. putting that whole thing together. I know you you know about it, but you're probably not in on the right. actual. No, for sure. So yeah, things like that. And then like you said, prom's coming up both at East and West, and our high schools are locked in already to graduation and counting credits, talking to kids, counselors, teachers, helping those kids get across the finish line. Um East, West, Central, uh that's a that's uh, always, you know, the, the the great ending of a school year, and uh, it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah, right. And then I know that we've had some movement um, in the admin side of things. People are coming and going and moving around, and there's openings that are uh, happening right now. What did I see? Well, we I think we talked about Akram moving over to be the principal at East. Right. Right. Now, I just saw a press release that Monde Schwartz was leaving Prairie Winds. Yes. She's the principal at Prairie Winds, and she's going to Rochester. That's right. So that think about that now. That means we'll have two new lead, middle school leaders right. um, here in Mankato starting July 1st. So Dakota Meadows, that process has is going, um, collecting applicants, screening those in. And so we'll start that interview process here shortly. And now that Prairie Winds, uh, we've, we have, we'll have an opening there as well. And um, we've got plenty of time. The really nice thing about 
our region and and specifically Mankato schools is we do attract um, really strong mm-hmm. candidates. And whether that's at the teacher ranks or at the administrative ranks, we've got a lot of people who want to work here. So there'll be some tough decisions to make because when you, you'll have really good people right. um, vying for those, some of those will be internal, I'm anticipating. Right. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're excited to see Akram's leadership at East. We wish Monday well. And now it's uh, next person up uh, to lead us at our middle school. Right, right. This will be exciting coming into the next year. I've got uh, one at the middle school and one still at the high school. Yeah. So both will be um, able to be experienced by my family. Uh, that's pretty cool. Our guest today on Talk of the Town, Paul Peterson. In I know that we talked uh, with uh, about District 77's requests for the legislature and things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, and moving forward. How is yeah. that going? It's going well. Yeah, we've got about a month uh, before the legislature is required by law to adjourn. And we, I mean, we, there isn't any indication that they will end early. So we're, we know we have a month to go. Right. Um, but we are in regular conversation with our senators and legislators or representatives and even the governor's office about making the case for public education. We do with the, the, the financial runs that we have seen for the money that's coming to schools um, looks very strong. Um, and that's going to be really important for us as we stabilize our budgets here in Mankato and um, kind of look to our future. So there's a lot of still there's there's still a month left. And yeah. so in politics that's a long time <laughs> and we got to watch happen. we got to watch some of the language and policy things that get proposed or are talk being talked about because some of those maybe aren't as um as good for us as as maybe for some other school districts but we're going to um we're going to take whatever we get and uh, make the best of it for our kids and families. Now, speaking of making the best of it, I know that there was a lot of talk um, in parental circles about the budget cuts and different sure. uh, the budget cuts that District 77 is going to have to make. And it's pretty substantial. It is. Um, and so a lot of parents, students, uh, teachers, everybody's wondering, like, what's going to what's going to be cut? Yeah, what's going to like, where are you on that? Can I yeah, ask well, those questions? Absolutely. Yeah. So and, and, and I'm glad that you did. Um our school board approved a $9 million budget adjustment last month. And so now our district leaders are in the implementation phase of that, getting okay. ready for next year's budget to say, we, we have the $9 million um, go ahead to make that reduction. Now let's get it going. Uh, maybe I'll start with what isn't getting cut. Okay. Because, you know, there <laughs> sometimes can be some some things that get chirped about where you're like, whoa, where right. did that kind of start? Talk start. Okay, now um, everybody listen because this is coming directly out of his mouth. Well, not, you know, I, a few weeks ago I heard, hey, I heard that you're closing an elementary school. What? No, we're not closing elementary school. Or someone said, hey, I heard that you are, um, um, you're moving away from two-tiered busing, which we went to a couple years ago where we separated our elementary kids and our mm-hmm. secondary kids, two different routes to kind of help. Well, it helps a lot of different things. Yeah. We're not bringing back, you know, just one tier. So, so that's not happening. Some, somebody else was concerned that they had heard that maybe we were increasing the um, the distance that you had to live from a school to be bused. Okay. And we're not we we didn't touch that out. Um, we didn't touch that. Um, and our school board was also very specific that they wanted us to stay away from um, counselors, social workers, nurses. A lot of the things that support the mental health of kids, mm-hmm. um, the kind of that social emotional element of this of the school day. So sure. those are the things that were off of the table. Right on the table, we you know we're making over a million dollars of cuts in administration. We're right sizing our classroom sections to our enrollment. 
Um, we're going to be bumping up our class sizes, uh, you know, by plus two to plus three, depending upon elementary or secondary oh, sure. across the system. Um, we're going to put on hold. We have a, a six through 12 one-to-one technology initiative where every kid in grade six through 12 has a Chromebook. Right. Um, that will still happen, but for one year, we're not going to buy anything new. Okay. And that's going to save uh, significant dollars. And we're just going to reuse some of the things that we already have that is, that's still in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be doing some, uh, supply budget cuts, some facilities and maintenance things that will just extend the timeline of when we're going to be doing some capital improvements. Um, you know, eventually you get yourself to a $9 million number and that's, that's a big one. It's, it's, it's going to hurt. Um, and the implementation is going to take a lot of creativity. Um, but it's really necessary for us to stabilize, get our expenditures in line with our revenue get to the legislature, make sure that those dollars come in and then um, allow us to be thinking not just about what can we preserve, but we also have big ideas too. I mean, sure. there, there's some new things. We want to be innovative. We want to uh, we want to do school differently in some cases. And some of those take investment as well. So right. that's that's also a part of, of this. So as painful as this process has been, it's been important. And I think that we're going to come out stronger on the other side, even though it will absolutely be different. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll look forward to more reports on that. Yeah. Um, thanks for letting me ask you all about mm-hmm. that. And I'm glad to have your voice on it. Uh, and so people can go, okay, I heard from him that, <laughs> right? Uh, which is so important, I think. I'm going to go here, too, because um, this week there was a lot of social attention towards a public safety issue that happened kind of near um, East High School. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, one of the days this week, you made the call based on a relationship that you have with the city and public safety that it was safe for our kids to go to school. Right. Um, And so we made that announcement on all of our stations here at Radio Mankato and heard significant amounts of what are they doing? There's a, a... active shooter in the area they're sending kids to school by the Mm -hmm. uh, and i think a lot of it was we didn't public didn't know what was going on Mm -hmm. um and here in the radio mankato world we know that sometimes we don't know what's going on and there's a reason for that Mm -hmm. Um, but you had partnerships and talk a little bit about what those partnerships look like in order for you to be able to make those decisions i I appreciate the chance to to talk about it from a school perspective because um, as as a school system, I mean, first and foremost, always and never wavering, um, it's it things always start with the safety of our kids and our staff. And so, when we're making decisions about a snow day, mm-hmm. or whether about a cold weather, or something like an emergency situation in the community, um, we are going to rely on the data and the facts that we have. Um, and so, in this case, you're right. Um, the active situation. Um, was about six blocks from East High School, mm-hmm. and so because it because of its proximity, public safety reached out to the school district almost immediately. Right, and that is so critical that we have those that open conver- that open communication with our leaders to say this is what's going on, this is what we know now, and this is how it's going to affect you as a school district as a school. And so that evening when it occurred. 
I mean, the timing between when we heard about it mm-hmm. to when then decisions were made at East, because the night or the, that late afternoon that yeah. this occurred, there were so many things going on at East. I mean, we had a track meet. We had lacrosse going on. There were, pe- there were people on the tennis court. All of that. Everybody was like, I can't believe they canceled our sports. And, <laughs> and Okay, hang on. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. working in partnership with public safety, talking with our director of safety at the school level, those two individuals saying, based on the circumstances here in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. here's here's a course of action that you should take. And so that was taken. Those events were canceled. People were people left our campus and all all went accordingly. Um, throughout that day and night, we continued to be in communication with public safety, not to get into their business of how they are de-escalating the situation. Right. We're simply talking with them about, can we have school? Yeah. And are, is it safe for us to have school? And so as they were sharing information with us, we were then able to make a decision to say, based on what we're hearing from public safety, we're good to go. And that was our information mm-hmm. to share, that Hoffman Road is open, kids can come to school, we are not in a lockdown, um, but it's not our business and it's not our story right. to be sharing anything related to public safety other than we're safe to go to school. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we put out. Um, and we we took some questions. And conversely, if public safety didn't feel it was safe for kids to be in the area at school, I'm sure they would have said that. <laughs> uh, I tell you, the, the, the folks on in that department in this city are second to none. Mm-hmm. They are they are they are clear. Um, and our lines of communication are so if they would have said it's probably best. I mean, given the situation that we pull back and we just that it's just not safe. Mm hmm that there's your decision. Right. And then that would have been communicated. So, you know, it does rely, we, we rely on uh, community trust that, you know, if, if the school district is saying, this is what we're hearing and this is what we're proceeding with, um, um, we, you know, we, we go with that. Yeah. And, and um, we, we had really good days on Wednesday and, and Thursday and mm-hmm. um, no school today for kids, but uh, yeah. That's the best day for those kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and speaking of no school, that we are celebrating Eid. This is the first oh, yes. year that our school calendar recognizes the Muslim holiday of Eid. Okay. And so that's why there's no school today. Oh, I, I was not aware of that. There you go. Oh, see? All the things that I know now. Hmm. Well, what do you have planned uh, for the weekend? Anything good for you? It, it, Carrie and I are heading out to Milwaukee to see our son. He's a senior in college. He's got oh. his last concert. He's got a couple of baseball games. And so... Um, we got to get out there and nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I have got Fish Fest, of course, yeah. and then <laughs> over on you know I work in the the greenhouse out at Valley Veggies. We're getting ready to open on May first, and so there's lots and lots of things that have to be done before. Um, so yeah, it's greenhouse mm-hmm. time. It's greenhouse time, which is nice because no matter if it's ninety like it was last week or you know rainy and and gray like it has been this week Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of days it's beautiful inside the greenhouse that's great well that sounds like it'll be fun well good i hope you guys have a safe weekend we will and thanks for everything that you do for us um we're gonna chat next month and find out what's happening anything has changed uh, unless we need to see you before then seriously yeah we, we will be on the brink of summer next month and that is then you really get time off from talk of the town (laughs) (laughs) yes Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Lisa.